Hello. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right, so should we give it a few minutes for your, your tech to crap out? It's just going to shit. It did not last week, shockingly, which means it will in probably like two minutes. Yeah. I I was listening to the show because I, you guys didn't send me a um, agenda. Mm-hmm. And I, didn't know, I didn't know what you guys predicted. And, man, I understand why Pat had trouble with his audio because his, his car audio was not good at all. Not, not on the recording anyway. I mean, it was so, fine. We were doing it. You could just tell he was in a car. That's all. Yeah, and then and then I think he mixed himself under the theme incorrectly because like I barely heard his intro. I heard the music more than him. Um, so but this, that's okay. It's episode five twelve. Four four twelve. Well, that's what I meant. I mean, hell, we're gonna jump a hundred episodes. <laughs> Hey, he crashed. There we go. All right, since I'm keeping this in, folks, less than a minute. And we have to start recording. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm definitely glad I hit record again. Because I got a number. It's less than a minute after you said it's going to be two minutes in. Wow. <clears throat> I, I give it one more. <laughs> well, hold on. I got to shut the door. So it's very possible it'll crash again before I come back. Yes. I had a cra- I had a shut the door because one I forgot, but two my lab one of my lad ass cats I heard him crying from downstairs and I didn't want to come through on the audio. Mm. <clears throat> All right, are we ready to go? Yeah. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Welcome, my friends, to the show never ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Truman, and this is episode 412, backing it in. Wait, hold on. I, I think I got a good sound effects for this one. I'm the trash man. That, hold on. My apparently I changed my audio settings right before we started. Let me let me redo that the proper way. I'm the trash man. There it is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, the, the last part, the trash man part, doesn't make sense, but the, the backing up sound was perfect for that. Yeah, we actually weren't trash for once, so that was nice. <laughs> Which is surprising, because we were playing at home. Yep. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, Red Bulls won at home, surprisingly, 2-1 over New England, Uh I believe it was their second home win in the last three home matches, which is kind of surprising. And sad because I think it was win number five at home. Or six. I can't, either way. Either way, it's not a good home record. No, 
I think and, that was five. And the way things are going right now, we're probably getting the home game. So, no, it's the worst thing could possibly have. <laughs> of, of all the times the Rebels decide to not be towards the end of the the standings, and they're going to pop, very possibly host the game, and in the season that they're the worst, one of the worst home teams in the league is just outstanding. Yep. It's just predicting doom. We're mere weeks away. I mean, it's like, well, like the, over the last 12 years, right, every single time that MLS has changed the playoff format, ironically, it has been it would have been to the benefit of the Red Bulls the year before the change was made. Yes, playing, yes, right? 100% so, every single time. <laughs> what was it? The uh, going to the away goals was almost a direct result of us losing to Houston. Yep. Yep. Um, the one-game playoff was almost a direct result of us losing to. I want to say it was losing to Atlanta, but I'm not sure if that's correct. Um, I think maybe maybe Atlanta or New it, England, something like that. But because Atlanta was a two-game series, that's why I remember that being two games, and we just mm-hmm. completely shit the bed the first year. But it's just it's amazing that like all these changes get put in. Seemingly to help the Red Bulls, and then they always find a way to make it worse for themselves. Yep. So, of course, why wouldn't they do it this way? Um, <clears throat> anyway, before we get into our uh, likes and dislikes, uh, Truman, do you have the tweets ready to read out? I sure do. They're right here. There it is. They, no one can see what I'm doing, but I'm putting up a big old zero. Zero tweets. I think everyone was in shock. Shock that we won a game at home. Or maybe it was the way Pat tweeted it out. It could be one of the two. I mean, the, the tweet they come out like an hour after the game, I think. No, he was he was on top of it. He was on top of it. He he was pretty quick. Oh, I'm sorry, eight oh two. Game was a six. So you're right. You're right. Yeah. No, no, he was he was good. Yeah. I, I guess you're right. Just everybody was kind of shocked and just. It, it seems like we get more reactions when the team loses. So it would make sense that a win like that just doesn't generate anything. Yeah. All right, so let's get into our likes and dislikes. Uh, Truman, you can go first. What do you dislike about this match? It's what we see all the time. It's like giving up that first goal at home. It's it's near deflating. It's it's the oh god, here we go again. <laughs> that that's I think the worst part. It's just going down early, and you just have to grit your teeth and pray. Now, obviously, we got a good outcome this time, um, but that hasn't been the case in most of these home games. It just hasn't been. So it's again, it's just it's you know you want to be the fortress at home. You're gonna play a playoff game at home. You, you can't. You cannot give up that first goal. And it gets to the playoffs. Got you know any team's gonna park the bus on a one nothing lead. No matter. I don't care if it's in the second minute. They'll they'll sit for 88 minutes. They don't care. Um, so they got to do better. They got to do better at home. Giving up that first goal. Yeah, it, it, what frustrates me is at halftime and Struberson, they're like, yeah, we're playing well, but we need to play a little bit. I'm like, well, if you're playing well, you'd be fucking winning. Right. <laughs> like, like, it's a home game, right? If you play well, you're expected to be leading going into halftime. Now, it'd be one thing if he's, when he makes that comment after the Philadelphia match at halftime, right? Because you're playing the best, literally the best team in the league who has put up six goals on teams multiple occasions and you manage to go to halftime scoreless that i can understand saying we're playing well mm-hmm. but playing new england who was on the cusp of 
not making the playoffs, and you do that, it's like, come on. It, it, the pet peeve for me, and I understand it, right? It's not just him. All coaches are going to say that because they never want to be negative. Right? They always want to generally, at least in front of me, they want to be positive and all this stuff. And then once once they're in the back room, they'll if it's shit's going wrong, they'll start ripping into the team. But come on, just stop with the blowing smoke up our ass. Like clearly, the Red Bull fans can see what's going on in the field. I mean, hell, this is the worst attendance I think ever. <laughs> In the Red Bull, oh. COVID, COVID years exempt. This is the worst attendance record in the Red Bull Arena era. So let's not kid ourselves on what we're seeing at home. And finally, I think I told you guys about this before the show last week. I'm not sure if you mentioned it, but there was a post on the New York Red Bull subreddit. Basically... Uh, somebody was saying it's up to the fans to create atmosphere and get more more fans to show up. And most of the comments, mine included, were like, well, first step is for the team to actually produce at home. Because wins will bring people in. Right? You can't ask the fans to provide better atmosphere when the team is sucking at home. Right. It, it's There's only so much you can endure before you're just like, fuck this, I'm out. I mean, when I was there for the Cincy game, the whole second half, I basically sat on my I sat on my ass and was just like, well, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I at that point, I didn't want to be there. I, I was because I paid because I paid for a ticket. I was there with family. But, I'm like, if it was just me, I might have walked out at, during that second half of that game because yeah. I didn't want to be there. Like, it's just so to dislike it's just the coaching staff blowing smoke up everybody's ass and the team trying to be like, hey, look at us. We're doing well. It's like, no, you're not at home. You're not doing well. So shut the fuck up about it. All right. Uh, likes for this game. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Lewis's PK because he's been going down the middle and he's just like, fuck it. I'm just going to rip this straight into the corner. And he is perfect. <clears throat> and uh, I just got a. Okay, it looks like Truman's back. I just got a message that he lost the internet for a second. So. Second crash yeah, of the night for him. Second crash of the yeah. night. Not a half crash. It was a half crash. Half, I didn't okay, have to half. reboot. So it was only okay. a half crash. Okay. One, so one and a half crashes on the night. Um, yeah. So as I was saying, my like is uh, Lewis Morgan's penalty kick goal. He didn't go down the middle. He just ripped into the corner. And so far, he's perfect on the year. Uh, I don't remember the last time we had a penalty kick taker who you pretty much knew he was going to score every single time he came to the ball or came onto the spot. Like, it's kind of amazing that we're actually getting penalty kicks and we're actually making them this year. Because it seems yeah. <laughs> it seems like in recent history, we would never get the, the PK goals. I mean, hell, I think it was last year, didn't like Kamala get stopped like twice or something like that last year? There was some ridiculous, like, weak attempts he had that got stopped. But uh, They're not Chicharito <laughs> attempts, so it could be worse. No, no, no. Oh, we got to get to him. We'll get to him. In dumping ground. Thank you for reminding me about that because that's <laughs> that we gotta talk about that. All right. So, uh, what is your like of the game? I mean, I guess I gotta give it to the the, the other goal, the Christian Castro's goal. That was really nice uh, team effort, moving the ball around, getting it to an open man right down the middle, and then him firing it into the corner. Uh, I, I'd love to see more of that from this team. I love I'd love to see more of them figuring what to do in the final third. Oh, that'd be so exciting. That'd be so nice. Man, it's off oh, the ball, off the ball movement, creating goals. Imagine that. Oh God, it's 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 
what a thrill it was to see. Um, so hey, maybe more of that, please. That'd be that'd be great because that one was really a really nice goal. Uh, great setup, great finish. Give us more of that. Just more goals. Well, just take more goals. That would be wonderful, especially at home. Yeah. All right. Any uh, afterthoughts? Ah, uh, Sarlacchini. Yes, that was a handball. <laughs> that sucks. So, so that sucks. Here's here's the thing, right? I thought it came up off of his leg, and I thought the rule was once that happens, handball is negated, especially if your hand was already out. I mean, it's it's a hand moving, arm moving in a downward direction, moving the ball down. It's a Thierry Henry, so. Yeah, but, or or are we like lagging behind? Because I'm pretty sure in the Premier League that's how they call it this year, where if it hits your anywhere else in your body first and your arm was already out, it's assumed you don't have time to react and therefore it's not a handball. Or or are we like lagging behind on the handball world again? I'm not sure. Either way, do. I mean that that is the proper call, no matter what. I would want that called for us too. So, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's not intentional. Us, I mean, right? Intentional, not. Uh, my other afterthought is that I have to tell you where I actually watched this game because that is a story in of itself. Uh, I was working at a tent at what they like to call the, the uh, New Hampshire Seafood Festival in Hampton Beach, New Hampshire. Uh, we had a big tent set up. Me and a coworker were there. And, uh, well, thank, thank for my other coworker because I could not, for some reason, get the game on my uh, Xfinity streaming. I don't know. There are some channels you just can't stream unless you're at home, which really makes no sense because then you're just going to actually watch it on your TV. So thank God for his YouTube TV. We were able to watch it on his tablet because, of course, we both brought tablets. And him as a New England sports fan, as me as a New York Red Bull sports fan, we had a great little back and forth watching this game as we gawked at the cast of characters walking up and down the beach shit face drunk so that was a lot of fun so i have i have to ask so what time did the seafood festival start and what time did the shit face stuff begin because i assume those two were pretty close in together well that game was on saturday so the festival started saturday at noon and we closed up around i think nine o'clock no, but I, I mean the people being shit-faced. I have to imagine that was pretty close to the 12, right? Like there oh, wasn't really a lag there. No, I, I would I would say the shit-facing probably cranked up around five o'clock. Okay, so people were being reasonable, which is I yeah. I don't know stuff like that. I feel like people just take it too far too quickly and. I mean so. it's 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 more of a seafood fest and not a beer fest. Okay, um, that makes sense. So people right are indulging more in food than alcohol. So you really got to give those festivals a little time to really build up the hilarity. Yeah. So, and I, oh, it was a, it was a sight. There was just, there's some people there. There are some drunk, drunk people. And, uh, we had a good time watching them. That's all I, I can say. It was, a, it was a blast. I, I can imagine people watching a situation like that would be pretty fun. Yeah. So next year you guys all should come up to the new England or the new Hampshire seafood festival. Cause I'll probably be there again. We'll see. Uh, my wife likes seafood, so we'll see. If she, she maybe want to make that trip. Yeah, there's people from all over. There's people from Ohio, Vermont, New York. 
Um, one time we had people from like California were there. Okay, now I have to ask: Did, as far as you know, did anybody claim to have Maryland-style crabs or crab cakes there? No, uh, no. Okay. Um, I, I'll be I'll be honest. All we really ate because we were there two days. We, we ate the fried dough because we were right on the on the beach. So fried right, dough was amazing. On. Yeah, and we had lobster roll. I will say lobster roll. We had we both had some lobster roll, which was awesome. Yeah, my, my wife has very strong opinions about what qualifies as Maryland crab or crab cakes. So, and apparently a lot of people do. It's not just her. So. No, those, no, you didn't have to worry about that. You were safe up there in New Hampshire. Okay. All right. Um, I think that's it for the game. Uh, prediction standings. I am now solely in first place again because I predicted exactly a 2-1 win. And from what I heard from you guys on the last show... Truman predicted a draw. Pat predicted a, a loss. So I got three points. Nobody else got anything. So with three games left, I have a three-point lead. I also had that discussion with my coworker, and I was very upset and was praying that they would score at least one more goal. <laughs> like, something's got to happen here. Come on, guys. Don't do this to me. Don't do it. You, you were really wishing the handball was, was called. Yeah. Was not and then the, game, <laughs> the game ended. I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to hear about it. I'm going to hear about it. Well, it's okay. You'll get some. You'll get a chance this weekend to get some points back because the Red Bulls are traveling all of what twenty minutes to Yankee Stadium to take on New York City FC. That game is Saturday, September seventeenth at one p.m. on MSG and ESPN Plus. And I, it just occurred to me. I don't know why they were, are playing two. Um. Because I believe last week they also played at 1 p.m. And I don't understand the why. I mean, it's not like a nationally broadcast game, right? You said it's on MSG? Yeah. At least, I mean, that's what the MSG guys were saying last week. So unless I'm wrong about that, let me me check the Rebels website again. I'm sure you're right. Um, From what I saw, the Yankees schedule, they're not – they're playing at home, but it's on Tuesday. So you figure that'd be enough. Oh, you know what? The stupid 48 hours. That's probably why. Because they're claiming they need 48 hours to get it ready prior to batting practice on Tuesday. Oh, gotcha. I bet you that's that's what it is. <clears throat> More than likely. So no, Nomad FC gets another home quote home game, but you know, you know I was going to ask you: Are we sure that they were Yankee Stadium? Are we sure we weren't the home team, or they were at City Field, or they were in Yonkers, or Connecticut? They could be anywhere. I, I mean. I mean, so the MSG broadcast mentioned Yankee Stadium. They, they mentioned Yankee Stadium, but I don't know. It's it's very possible. I mean, I guess on the tickets, right? They're, instead of um, I get what's the what's the standard language like time subject to change or something like that. Yep. Or kickoff subject to change. It might just be location subject to change. Card, card subject to change. <laughs> We're gonna be playing a totally different team. Maybe with the Cosmos are there. We don't know. Oh God, are they even still around? Yeah, they're they're hanging out somewhere. I'm sure. Okay, let's see. Because now I'm curious. Uh, they are still the place in the National Independent Soccer Association. Oof. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, New York City FC, uh, they're coming into this game with a 13-7-11 record, 46 points, plus 12 goal difference, number four in the East. So uh, looking at the MLS standings, uh, 
we are level in terms of games, but we had leapfrogged them, I forget, at some point, like a week or two ago. Um, if the Red Bulls were to win this game, they would go, I think it's seven points up on New York City with three games left. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, two games left. Uh, and if that were the case, the Red Bulls could not finish any lower than New York City this year. If they they mathematically cannot clinch a home game this week, um, because Orlando is eight points back with a game in hand, so realistically, once that game gets played, Orlando could be within striking distance. Um, but I'm guessing if Orlando and since he were actually both those teams sit at 42 points. Um, if either of those teams lose, I would imagine we would clinch it just by the virtue of them losing, but don't hold me to it. <clears throat> so realistically, they're not going to clinch a, a home game this week, but it's very possible they'll just they'll make it like 99% certain instead of 80% certain this weekend if they if they were to win. Right. <clears throat> so let's get into our predictions. Uh, Pat... True to form is staying with the reverse jinx. Uh, one nothing loss. Uh, so for me, oof, I, I think I gotta go with the win because New York because the Red Bulls are a really good road game or road team this year. New York City has not been playing well recently. Uh, they apparently won their Campi- Campions Cup game on Wednesday. So they're apparently the Champions Cup winners. But they played every week. We didn't. That can only mean our players get a little more rest. Uh, I, Based on what happened at Red Bull Arena, uh, I do not think this will be an easy match. So I'm going to repeat my prediction from last week, and I'm going to say a 2-1 victory for the Red Bulls. Wow. Um, Why going to be different? Because we only have three games left, so I have to catch up. I'm three points down. I, I have to be completely different. Uh, we did not look great against this team. One, uh, they are. They did just play last night, so we'll be a little bit more re- well rested. But they do have a good home record. Um, there's that. So all that being said, this is two weeks in a row, one-one draw. Uh, I'm just hoping this team plays hard enough to get a point. My worry is that they're going to lose and let NYCFC get closer to them in the standings. Uh, but maybe they have enough testicular fortitude because they have nine road wins. They could at least get something out of this, keep the standings the way they are, and uh, maybe clinch that third place spot next week. Yeah. Uh, so if for anybody who didn't know uh the rebels officially clinched the playoff spot i think i mentioned that um atlanta united beat orlando so by virtue of that the red bulls could finish no worse mathematically than seventh or i'm sorry i guess mathematically no lower than hold on let me just double check real quick uh so we're nine points back or columbus is nine points back of us and they have a game in hand so mathematically we can't fall past seventh place because Inter-Miami is um, 11 back with a game in hand, and it'd be very hard for them to make up 12 points. But So we've clinched because Orlando lost, and they can't catch up to us. Um, 
But like I said, we did not clinch a home playoff game, which may be a blessing because if we end up doing yeah, just shit the bed. I mean, if we end up dropping to it in a away game, that might actually be the best path forward. Um, right. So, uh, the current playoffs, if the if the season had ended today, and this is directly off of MLSsoccer.com as of this Thursday at two p.m. These would be the matchups for the Eastern Conference. So uh, Philly gets a draw because they're, even though they haven't technically clinched first place, they're going to clinch first place. We know that's that's the case. Um, New York City, Orlando would face off with New York being the home team, and the winner of that would then have to go to Philly. Uh, Red Bulls would host FC Cincinnati, and then Montreal would host Columbus with the, those two winners uh, matching up with each other. Uh, if I'm not actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think the seating resets at every round, right? So that would be, we in theory could, well, we want to play Philly. That would just be impossible, but we could in theory, um, not see Montreal or Columbus. So we don't have things play out. All right. Um, next up, New York Rebels two, same story for them. They continue to lose. Uh, it was a really bad match, a 7-1 loss to Miami FC, in which I, they scored the first goal, I think, within the first 10 minutes. Yeah. And then gave up seven straight unanswered goals. Oh, boy, getting those kids ready for MLS is amazing. Uh, so their record right now is 3-5-21, and 21, uh, 14 points, minus 45 goal difference. Wow. Number 14 in the Eastern Conference of the championship. What a way to go out of the, the USL championship when they won their, I believe it was their first year in too. Uh, their next match is at the Oakland Roots on Saturday, September 17th at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Gotham FC still, unfortunately, not doing that great. 4-0-14, uh, 12 points, minus 24. Goal difference last in the NWSL. Their last match, they had lost one nothing uh, to Kansas City, and their next match is coming up this week at the Washington Spirit on uh, Saturday, September seventeenth, seven p.m. But uh, the good news is that they reached a uh, an extension with Red Bull Arena. Yes, and I think they're actually going to have some ticket packages for certain games, right? Like they're going to have a Red Bull uh, Gotham FC package. You can get two games for the price of one or something like that. Yep. So it's good to see them staying there in a proper stadium that they absolutely deserve to be in. Yeah, after those years at Yurik Field, I mean, they deserve it. Oh, my God, no kidding. Uh, and I mentioned this two weeks ago. Um, Truman, you weren't here. But if you haven't done it already, if you uh, are interested in Gotham FC and want to learn more about them, or if you follow them and you just haven't found a podcast, Soccer Over Gotham uh, on Twitter their name is at uh, over over Gotham Pod. Uh, they do weekly coverage. They actually just literally within the last minute of me talking, they released uh, their next um, episode, which is the Washington Spirit preview. So if you haven't, go check them out. Uh, interesting fact. So one of the guys on Twitter reached out. Uh, Gary reached out to us, and he cl- and he says. Um, he used to listen to every Red Bulls podcast before going back to college and starting Soccer Over Gotham, and he claims that our show was definitely a must-listen to. 
and we Fucking were the, mind. It, and we are the only one who ever mentioned Sky Blue Gotham, and he always appreciated that. So that's that's. I'm glad he liked that we at least mentioned them. Uh, unfortunately, none of us really watched them, so it's hard for us to talk about it. But I'm glad him and his uh, co-host uh, are pull, are doing the job for Gotham because they deserve coverage. Yep, absolutely. <clears throat> All right. With that, it is time for the dumping grounds. I'm the trash man. All right, so first, international call-ups. Uh, as far as I know, there's only two players for the Red Bulls. Uh, Aaron Long got called up into the September camp for the U.S. And um, Steven, I don't know how to say his name, so I'm going to fuck it up. Steven Serrata uh, has been called up for Uganda. So, uh, obviously, Long is the more impactful one since he's a, a starter. He gets regular minutes. Um I don't remember. Is is there a break in in September for us? Uh, I, I don't. Th- I don't think there is because of. They usually like to do those right in the heart of the playoffs, but oh, maybe not. Actually, this year. no, there is because after this week we don't play until October first, so we do get the break. Oh, okay, well, there you go. See, wow. I guess because it's the, because of where the World Cup is, they made sure to put that break in. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad about that. Okay, uh, next. So you mentioned earlier Chicharito and his penalty kicks. So he followed up his failed Panenka with a weak shot that got saved in a, in a match that they needed to win. So for two straight weeks, Chicharito cost L.A. a win by not taking the PK seriously. And it is amazing. Yeah, that they heralded Chicharito. Oopsie daisy. I don't know which one was worse. Maybe the first one I think was way worse. The, the first, first, the first one's worse. Oh, right? this, this, oh, the second, the lazy second one, chip right to the goalie just stood there and goes, "Oh, thanks." Yeah, the second one at least you can argue he was trying to fake the guy out. Right. All right, and he, at least he like put it towards a corner, and it was just it happened to be weak, and the, the goalie guessed right. But oh man, that failed Panenka. If you're gonna go for it. You have to make sure the goalie is going before you chip it. Ugh. Um, yeah. So uh, more stuff with dumping ground. We, we've we talked about uh, Ted Lasso on the show. <clears throat> right? We all, we, all like mm-hmm. the, we all like Ted Lasso. Uh, they've won more Emmys. Uh, I think Jason Sudeikis won was the best lead in a comedy series, and Brett Goldstein I think was like best supporting actor or something like that. So they at least have two more Emmy wins under their belt, and I, I don't know how many total, but that that show just continues to rack it up. And hopefully they announce a season three date soon because my wife keeps asking when are they coming out? When are they coming out? That's why you watch Welcome to Wrexham in the min- meantime. I know, I know. And the, the problem is, effects. so I, we watched the first two, and then the problem is, anytime I suggested going back to it, like, she's had, like, a rough day or whatever, and she's like, I'm just not in the mood for it, and... No, they're, like, a half hour long. I know, but it's... I, I've, like, barely got her into into soccer, and since it's a soccer-heavy show, 
it's like I'm lucky that she watches the Red Bulls with me every week. She actually yeah. she actually the last two weeks put on a Red Bull shirt that we had bought for her without any prompting for me. And the first time it happened, she's like, what the hell did you do to me? Like, I used to not, not follow soccer at all. It's like, well, <laughs> too bad. <laughs> it's like I, I, like, I never asked you to, to support that. And this was on you. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's uh, for her, it's a mindset because we already watch the Red Bulls game every week. So she wants to be in the right, like, mind frame to, to watch a, a soccer-related show. Yeah. Ted Lasso we can get away with because it's – more even though it's soccer it's soccer is just a prop that's used for the show where Wrexham is soccer is the show so True, it's right. it's, it's, like, it's slightly different it for her right so yeah I gotta catch up on it but I'm, I'm waiting for Ted Lasso season 3 alright anything else for Thumping Ground well I gotta talk about Formula 1 um, I'm just going to be. I think it's been a while. It's been like a month or two since you've done that. Well, they they were in Italy this weekend, and now they have a a few weeks off until they're in Singapore. Um, this is how I will sum up uh, the race in Italy, where they were interviewing Max Verstappen, who was starting sixth or seventh on the grid uh, because he had changed engine parts and you get penalized for doing stuff like that before a race. So he was starting, I think, sixth or seventh. And before the race, someone was interviewing him and they said, um, you know, do you want to win the race? And he said to her, well, I don't have to win the race. Or he, I think he said, I don't have to win any of the remaining races, but we would like to. That's how far ahead in the point standings he is. He just Damn. knows. Um, and then when in the first lap, he uh, already got up to third place. So it took him one lap to get up to third and he ended up winning going away. <laughs> So, so what was it, like just, the second or third lap he, he was in first and then just never gave it up? Pretty much, except for like pitting here and there when, of course, you know, you'll give up give up the lead and then the other team pits and then you're back up front. And yeah, he just it's just coasting to another win. It just it does not matter what this guy does. His car is just beyond far superior to everyone else's uh, Ferrari. I know we're pissed because it was in Italy. So that was the race they wanted to win. Um, Charles Leclerc, I think, finished second. So not bad, but um, Red Bull, I mean, they've just run away with it this year. It's it, as close as it was last year between Max and Lewis Hamilton, where it literally came down to the last race. Um, it's, it's a runaway at this point. This is this is Bayern Munich in the Bundesliga this year. It's exactly what it is. Well, sure, I because I don't really follow F1. I just said, look at the standings and holy crap, is is he just running away with things? Yeah, it's, it's so a I, blowout. And, I don't know exactly how the points are allocated, but just for any, I'm not going to go over the points. So for anybody who doesn't understand that part, ignore it. But so I'm assuming that there has only been 15 races so far this year. Am I correct? Or uh, six, 16, it looks like, if I'm right. Something like that, yeah. <clears throat> so there have been, according to this list, 16, four, yeah. pe- four people who have registered to win. And for Staffen has eleven of them. Yeah, he's doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's won almost seventy five percent of the races. I think that's definitely doing all right. Yeah, so you get just so you know, you get twenty five points for first, eighteen for second, fifteen for third, uh, fourth you get twelve, five you get ten, and then it gets obviously it drops down. Um, if you finish underneath tenth, you don't get any points. So just think about that twenty five points for a win. Um, 
and then you go back and you look at the, and you look at the driver standings and he has 200 and, or he has 335 points. And the closest is 219. 219, Charles Leclerc. Yeah. I, and so I don't know how many races are in the season. So you said 25 well, for a win. There's uh, 22, 22, 22. Races, and they're yeah, and they've done 16 so far. Okay, so six races and you said 25 points for a win. Mm-hmm. So even if he wins four out of those and Verstappen wins zero, he still wouldn't catch him. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. And that's and that's assuming only wins for Leclerc. Like if there was nothing else and he only won four out of the six, he still wouldn't wouldn't catch Verstappen. That's amazing. And then you have to say that Max Verstappen uh, finishes underneath 10th place every single it, week. Exactly. Know? He has to finish and not collect a single point at that point. Yeah. So he would, he would st- just. He would still be. So let's see, that'd be 319. That would still be 14 points behind. With, with all, if all he ever got was for the rest of the season was four wins and zero points out of the other two races. He'd still be 14 points back. Yeah. It's, it's Red Bull's year. I mean, <laughs> finally. And this year they're going to win the Constructors' Championship, which they didn't do last year. Um, Mercedes still won that. So they're going to win the Drivers' Championship and the Constructors' Championship. So they're going to win the double, is what you're saying? Yes, yeah, so they're going to win the double. <clears throat> All right. Anything else for Dummy Ground? Oh. Uh, no, I guess we're just going to wait a while for some of these EPL games to come back. And, that, and that's it. Yeah, uh, I believe they're coming back this week, except for some whatever's, games. In, whatever's in London doesn't get played. Right. Liverpool's not playing this weekend. Um, there's maybe like six games being played. I know Liverpool's not one of them. Yeah, Ever, Everton is, and their game got bumped by like a few minutes because they got picked up by Sky Sports or something like that. Yeah. So let's see. Um Two, three, four, five, six. So seven games are being played. Uh, the three that will not be played is Brighton and Crystal Palace. I'm surprised, actually, because I don't know what's going on in Brighton. That would have gotten postponed. Oh, I guess because it's Crystal Palace. That's why they did it. Um, Chelsea, Liverpool, and then Man United, uh, Leeds United. So even though Leeds is on the road, I think I'm guessing basically any. Oh, that's weird because Arsenal is playing. Huh. I, I just, the way I figured it would have been like any London-based club didn't play, but that's not the case. Hmm. We're not supposed to understand them. They're wacky. Yeah, they? yeah. So, okay. But so there's there's seven games out of ten this weekend, so at least there's that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so with that, we're passing it here, so we're going to skip the betting corner. It's time for Truman's Terrible Team of the Week. That's terrible. I don't like giving this team credit. It's, it's getting kind of annoying. Um, but really, the biggest blowout is, is Philly beating Orlando 5-1. to one. I mean, Orlando, I think, uh, decided to shoot the ball into their own net to start that game. And again, Philly just dominated yet another game. So maybe it wasn't so bad we gave up two goals. Maybe it just wasn't that bad. So I forget exactly when, um, just because it relates to the terrible team. Cincinnati officially will not have the wooden spoon this year. They cannot finish dead last in the league. 
Right now, that is DC, who is leading the wooden spoon race by three points. Yep, DC's coming for it. San Jose's trying, right? They, they, San Jose's only three points better than, than DC. But we'll see. I, I, I think DC's gonna run away with the spoon this year. They'll lock it up. Yep. Well, San Jose has a game in hand, right? So that's, Ooh. that's yeah. They can put some space between themselves. An extra game to fuck it up. <laughs> that's I true. have confidence. I have screwed up too. I have confidence in Wayne Rooney's DC United to to get that okay. spoon this year. All right, you know what? Hold on. We're gonna put up the two schedules side by side. See which one has the worst, the the better chance. Earthquakes. Okay. So DC's remaining games. They are home against Inter Miami, away to Montreal, and home and home to Cincinnati. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So so we're saying that at best they're getting two points, I guess, right? Yeah, I would say two points. Okay. San Jose's last four, home to Dallas. Oh, maybe a win. Maybe. Home to L.A. I'm going to go oh. draw just because of Chicharito's. Which one? <laughs> Which L.A.? Is Chicharito going to miss sorry, another PK? Sorry, it's, sorry. Gal- it's Galaxy, so yeah. All right, so that's a draw. That's a draw because <laughs> L.A.'s not going to be able to finish a game off. Lock that up. Draw. <laughs> uh, home to Minnesota. <coughs> Loss. And away to Seattle, who very could possibly be fighting to make or not make the playoffs at that point. Right. Seattle played good. That's a loss. All right. So we're saying that. They get San three Jose- points. DC gets two. Uh, so wait. So Dallas is, is a, a win, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be four points then. We're saying three for Dallas, one for the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So four yeah, for so San Jose. Would, would, two for four, DC. four would definitely lock it up for San Jose. Yeah. <laughs> I. I Somebody mentioned this on Reddit, and I I kind of really hope it happens, where the coach of Cincinnati, if they go into that last match and D.C. either has clinched the spoon or would clinch the spoon at the end of the game, just present the spoon to Wayne Rooney. Love it. That would be I want, awesome. What I want is for when that, when that game's over, that Wayne Rooney walks past the reporters through a hallway, picks up his travel bag, wheels it into like a limo off he goes right back to the airport right back to england to coach another team in england he's like you know what no i'm just gonna that that was enough i learned i thought i learned my lesson the first time i clearly didn't i learned my lesson this time peace out that would be kind of awesome just which is right right to the airport gone no, no post game press conference. No, no, talk to no. The players just wrap. No, and you see the you see the podium set up, and he just goes. He has the bag, and he just goes right over the stage with the bag, just right back out the other door. <laughs> it's just this weird long walk with his travel bag. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make this um, comparison because my wife's been making me watch um, Big Brother this year, and so apparently whenever they do their evictions. Uh, whoever is up for eviction has a packed duffel bag ready to go sitting by the door, right? Because they're told they only get a few minutes and then they have to leave. Mm-hmm. So I'm fully expecting when you're ready to have, now that you mentioned, to have his duffel bag sitting there ready to go. He's just literally going to pick it up and keep walking. Yeah. As, as he yep. leaves. That's it. He's out. 
or what they did on the show Face Off. You'd walk over to your little table, you'd turn your light off. That you know, little light off by the mirror, and you're, you're out of there. Yep, you're packing your stuff up. You gotta have the, you have to have dramatic slow mo camera movement though. So maybe maybe you get a shot of him like putting his coach's whistle in the bag or something like that as he's packing up, and then you're right, he shuts the light off in his office, and then he's you get the the long him back walking away from the camera shot down the long hallway <laughs> and then and then they introduce new head coach john rooney oh god what a twist what a, and that's that's the cliffhanger for season two <laughs> don't know that better so john rooney came in and chair shot him as, the, yes. as it goes dark It'd be great <laughs> and then he says he has to work with children and he cuts down cole cabana for no reason whatsoever <laughs> I was going to say, how can we see him punk into this? It's so funny. Always. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, something for WWE I forgot. So Amazon has, I forget what they call the series, but they follow a team, a soccer team. Like they're following Arsenal. I can't remember yep. what the They're apparently going to be following Germany during the World Cup. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious how that's going to be. And uh, apparently Ecuador is in some sort of situation with FIFA about player um, registrations during the FIFA or the World Cup qualifying. Let me see if I can find the news article. That's right, everybody. We're wrapping up. You can you can go home. We're just going to talk about <laughs> okay. ourselves. Uh, so they they Ecuador faced being kicked out of the World Cup uh, with new evidence that Byron Castillo is actually Colombian. Oh, what a twist! <laughs> uh, let's see. So so over this so Chile had claimed uh, submitted a claim that Ecuador clinched the World Cup spot using an eligible player and. Uh, Chile claimed that Ecuador picked up six points over them uh, where Brian, or Byron Castillo had appeared. <clears throat> over the summer, FIFA had actually rejected the claims, um, but Chile had appealed to the decision. And ahead of a meeting today, uh, the British newspaper, the Daily Mail, published new evidence. Um, and it appears that uh, whatever the Daily Mail published is going to be part of the deliberation. <clears throat> so I don't know what that's going to do. That'd be kind of interesting. About what, two months out from the World Cup, and they're going to possibly change one of the participants. Hmm. So we'll have to say. Um, the one thing I found kind of weird, because I think I actually saw the Daily Mail's um, – evidence or um not evidence um article was so okay yeah so this is so this is what the line exactly that i remember in the article um so i'm, I'm gonna just read for it said um and blah 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 and could alter the identity of Qatar's opponents in the first game of the world cup and who england will face in the last 16. That's a bold assumption by the Daily Mail. Sure it's is. It's going to make it right of them. Wow. <laughs> That's what I remember sticking out. I'm like, who the, hell is, who the hell thinks English is going to walk through that group? I mean, not that I'm saying it's the group of death, but it's not, not, not every team's a pushover. Yeah. 
It's a slap in the face. <clears throat> so, anyway, yeah, we could see a change in the World Cup team uh, two months after the World Cup. Ooh. Yeah. That, that would add a little spice to the uh, to what's going on. Just give it to, like, Gibraltar. Sure. Why not? Don't give it to one of the big clubs that didn't, that didn't you know, actually qualify. Just create a new at-large bid. Just go the NCAA route. Like, have, like, a 14 playoff of, I don't know, the last place qualifying teams of every confederation. It's just say, yeah, like, what's, what's, what's Chad up to? What's the country of Chad doing? <laughs> Northern Macedonia, unless they already qualified, you know. Let's, let's get those clubs in there. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Uh $1 a month is all you need for exclusive content, such as lot, our monthly wrap-ups, live post games, anything we decide to do. Email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant on Twitter, at redbullrant for the show, at Dr. Stoosh for myself, at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to your show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube Music, YouTube SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. I mean, listen, despite what we make predictions, you hate them. I hate them. The world hates them. Uh, every home they've ever had hates them because they can never stay anywhere. NYCFC sucks. We just put a bunch of poop heads. I don't care what they win. They still suck. They'll always suck. Blue Meanie Mike, listen, you know it. You know it's true. You're listening and you know you <laughs> suck. God damn it. Anyway, that being said, I would be more than delighted to be at work on a Saturday, totally not watching the game live because I'm very busy working uh, and, and just hear through the grapevine that they came out and won. Yep. <clears throat> so come on, Red Bulls. Secure your spot ahead of New York City FC this week. Do what you can to actually be a good team and possibly get a home game uh, in the playoffs. Because as much as you've not been a good home team this year, the fans deserve to finally see another home playoff game. Uh, So for Truman and myself, this has been episode 412 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Later, everybody.